Just gonna stand there and watch me burn Well that's alright because I like the way it hurts Just gonna stand there and hear me cry Well that's alright because I love the way you lie I love the way you lie I can't tell you what it really is I can only tell you what it feels like Baby, what is going on? It is episode 14, man. How you doing, B? You doing all right, buddy? Good, man. It's been two weeks since we've done this. Yeah? yeah? I know, man. We we had a busy, busy weekend. Uh, uh, you know, we got a lot of stuff that we're going through. You know, we're trying to, uh, you know, get a lot of things set up for the future. But, you know, we got to do it sometimes, right? We do, and uh, I appreciate Ben and Austin coming on last show um, right before they showed up to the house, man. Boom, electric. Right, Gone. I know. Yeah, Wi-Fi went no, out. It was nothing, it was a <laughs> it was a struggle, but well, we made it work. We, we made, it, made work. it work. We had to pre-record and then post it later. So right, yeah. Apologize for any uh, technical, um, you know, difficulties and whatnot. Yep, yep. <laughs> right. Well, uh, actually, today's episode is brought to you in part by uh, a local company uh, called Till Death Weddings and Events. Man, these guys are awesome. Uh, like. They, they take care of uh, everything you can think of, b- from birthday parties, baby showers, retirement parties, anniversaries, all that stuff, man. Locally owned and operated, like I said, you know, they offer a wide variety of backdrops and balloons and arches as like, like party centerpieces, you know, extensive inventory for like, you know, event decor, uh, including, you know, like wedding arches, champagne wall, uh, greenery wall, all that stuff, man. They took care of a, a cousin of mine's party and it was amazing it, it it's very professional you know uh they uh they're up and coming and i think that they are they are a, a business that's gonna thrive because they're awesome bro who's the business owners uh uh ricky smith uh is a, a friend of mine he mm-hmm. and his uh girlfriend believe I'm, I'm sure it's a future wife but yeah they they got this company together and uh they started it with each other and they've grown it and it's actually it's actually pretty successful right now i'm I'm so proud of them you can check them out on you know their their facebook their instagram uh at uh till death uh what till death events.com they also have so social media you can find them there they got their own website they're they're doing some big things man it's good to see local people thrive like that well me and ricky smith a lot of blood, sweat, and tears in the game of basketball. In high school. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, so, I remember. Yeah. Ricky was a hell of a basketball he player. He was a hell of a basketball yeah, player. Yeah, it was very good. Jump out of the gym. Right, he right. He could yeah. elite. He's, he's, uh, he's an athlete. I, I worked with him. Uh, he was out in the warehouse with me for mm-hmm. the longest time. And, uh, you know, he would always we would always have, like, these competitions, like try to throw a glove ball in the trash can. And mm-hmm. uh, before he would do it, he'd be like, I'm an athlete, and then make it. Like, you know, he was talented. I love that guy. Don't surprise me. 
and I really uh, I, I wish their business success, man. It, you know, it's awesome to see uh, you know local people doing big things, and they are doing big things. So you guys should check them out for check real. Check them out, guys. Yeah, well, uh, we got some uh, we got some guests again today. Returning, the defending world champion. Who first, we got? <laughs> first off, this woman's show has been one of our best, if not. It is our best. highest rated. It's not the it, yeah. I mean. A lot of people like to hear a story. A lot of people reached out to me after we did this podcast with Chris. Right. Yeah. So, uh, um, a lot of people talk big, nice things about this. Right. And it, it, it's. I mean, it's such a great story. If you haven't heard it, go check it back out. It's episode seven. She uh, she uh, has a great story. She's overcome a lot of things. And she's back with us again, along with her uh, beautiful, bald, soon-to-be husband. <laughs> ah, cheers, <laughs> Jordan cheers. Martin and Kristen Curry, guys. Hell yeah. It's good to have you back. It's good to be here. Good to be back. Right, right. Kristen, Kristen, we missed you. Like It's been a while. It's yeah. good to have you back. It is. And like I said, one of our best topics, you know. I mean, she's uh, she's one of our best shows, absolutely. Yeah, and uh, she's got more stories for us today. And uh, we talked about it last time uh, that we spoke. Uh, uh, we wanted to touch on another topic. Uh, there's a... Um, there's another story you wanted to tell and share with us. Uh, we're talking about past relationships mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that you've had that are, were not exactly um, uh, the best of relationships. No. No. You're like a book, Kristen. There's so much more you want to read after chapter two. Right, Tell absolutely. You really are. I'm glad you're sharing it with us. This is awesome because uh, you do have a good story. Mm-hmm. We, uh, we love the fact that you want to come on here and share and be so open with everybody uh, just to uh, spread awareness, and that's awesome. Uh, because uh, the things we're going to touch on today, it happens a lot. It, I mean, it happens more so than you think. And mm-hmm. it's it's a it's a topic that needs to be addressed, and uh, we got the perfect person to do it. So, uh, if uh, if you don't mind, you know, let us know like uh, what was going on in this time of your life. It was a lot of self-esteem issues and not loving myself, and I was always reaching out to other people trying to fill that void. And then, you know, the drugs came into play with it, of course. Right. But I really want to focus on trauma bonds and toxic relationships mm. and not being able to leave when you want to leave and how you build that bond with someone. And it's like you're addicted to the fighting almost. Right. You're addicted to the instability. Right. Yeah. And, that, I mean, this is so common. Like, uh, a lot of people get stuck in these relationships. They just feel stuck. Yes. Like, is that how you felt? You felt stuck? Maybe, like, like you had no other option? Well, you depend on them emotionally, depend on them physically and financially. Right. And everything just builds up, and then you just, it's better just to stay stuck. Well, you feel like it's better to stay stuck instead of making that jump. Because it's, it's nerve-wracking. It's scary, and you've been I'm with sure. someone for yeah. so long, and... Mm. You can you can be like my some of my past relationships are awful, dude. Yeah, but it was like I've got a list. It, it's, <laughs> me too, but it's like an addiction, like still to that, like just the drama. you fight and you just you hate it, but you fucking love it. You right? Know? I mean, it's yeah. weird. It's a weird. It is, uh, it is weird. It's weird. Um, that's why when when you find that person, you know when you know, you know exactly. I mean? Yeah, somebody somebody that you get fulfillment with without the drama. Like that's you know that's when it's good is when uh, you can find common ground without having to argue about everything. Mm-hmm. But like you said, people people really uh, kind of like lean towards this. They lean towards uh, you know 
having drama just if there's not drama then then something's wrong right? they're just bored they they're don't... just bored yes yeah. correct yeah relationships so, are hard bro yeah they're hard they are. um it's a it's a team effort it like is. We, we've said this before uh i mean once it gets to to the point that yours did uh you know that's i mean that's a big red flag it's i don't think there's any fixing that afterwards you know what i mean like mm-hmm. it was it, <laughs> i've been in some good ones though like that mm-hmm. i've been in some ones where like i always question myself why am i still here i'm sure yep. mm-hmm. that's how you felt like i don't know what it is that's holding me here but i'm stuck right mm-hmm. Is I that, can't. Yes, and I I can't remember the probability, but once your significant other chokes you, mm, you're yeah. like seventy percent more. I don't. We'll have to Google it, but you're a lot higher chances of being killed by that person, right? Because strangling is such an like not really intimate, but you know what I mean. Like mm-hmm. it's such a physical thing, and that's not just grabbing someone's hand or even smacking them. Choking is a whole new level, and that is when I left this last relationship. He choked me and he blacked my eye. He had me my feet up off the ground. Oh my goodness! Well, Use my own hand. Let's to talk. Block my let's eye. talk about your last relationship, or Kristen. I mean, um, I mean, how did this start? Why did it start? Um, I'm sure everything was it, good in the beginning. Where did yeah. it begin? Um, it, just kind of go it, through it. Yeah. There. Um, it started with he was the DJ at the club. I've brought that up before, mm-hmm. and we had hung out one night, and I brought cocaine over and he had methamphetamine i had never done it before so i tried it and automatically was hooked and then i was hooked to that excitement with him that rush and it was just so much fun in the beginning and i mean it was fun for a while but then when it crashes it crashes so yeah uh anytime that like when your main uh reason for meeting one another is the is i mean a drug yeah. You know, that, that right there can already tell you that it's probably not going to work out. I mean, there are some cases where it does work out, but, but like, if drug is your all's common uh, interest. Or alcohol. or Yeah, or alcohol, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, uh, that's that's when it, it kind of takes a left turn. Uh, how, long, how, long ago, how long ago was this? Um, it was, we broke up the day before I went to rehab. Mm-hmm. And so that's it was five years ago, June twentieth. This right. is the guy on your last show. You said, "Hey, I'm gonna give you whatever you need, but I'm out." Pretty right. Much, yeah. Right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. All right. Like, did you you left him a note? Is that is that? How no, you left he him? was at my house, and my mom. I had talked to my mom. I said, "I'm ready to go to rehab at the health department." Mm-hmm. And she said, "Okay, I'll get you tonight, and I'll take you." And I told him, I said, "You do not need to be here when my mother gets here. Right. It will not be pretty. Here's my car. Here's some tools." Here's yeah. the money we have. Here's the needle supplies. Go trade it for whatever. I have to go. Did he bounce? Yes. He did? Yes. Have you have you spoke to him since? Um, yes. He wrote me a very um, hateful note on Facebook when I first <laughs> wow. got out. He called Jordan a super N-word instead of stupid. Oh, he's super n- <laughs> yeah, Wow. I, I can't say it, but yeah. Well, he Yeah. Mm. Well, I mean, if you're going to do it, do it, do it right. Be, be a superhero. I be that. I be that. <laughs> I'll never forget. I was at the club, and we had just bought iPhones. Mm-hmm. And he, like, double-tapped it, and he saw that I had been on Jordan's Instagram. And I had wrote Stalking Jordan. Much, yes. Huh? And instead of letting him go through the phone, I dropped it in a mocha frappe Oops. and threw it in the trash can. Mm. Wow. Just a brand new, I mean, it was iPhone 5, but 
That's what five time. years yeah. ago, yeah, so time. it wasn't but, too bad. But you and Jordan were y'all were together before him, right? So yes, he knew, I, already knew of him, right? Yes. Okay. That's what I, I cheated on Jordan with him. I'm sorry. I still apologize, and yeah. you know it is what it is. Hey, look at you now. Well, yeah. Drugs are powerful, man. They are. Yeah. They, uh, they are. they have a major hold over your brain and kind of makes you do things that you and don't want to do. Make sometimes. a lot of panties drop around there. Yeah, yeah. Really? Right. yeah. A lot yeah. of st- a lot of people can get what they want if they have that drug of choice too. So, yeah. I mean, things every uh, things worked out. You guys are back together. Everything's good. Uh, you got out of that relationship, but uh, that that beginning though, like that's. That's what's crazy is like you get that rush, right? And that's that's what initially draws you into that person, yes. mm-hmm. right? And then uh, everything else within that crazy story, like the drugs, the uh, the excitement of just being in a club scene, you know, it's it's a the freedom, when the you know, freedom, when you're mom, yeah. You're, I mean, life can be pretty boring, but now right. I'm thankful for it. I have a friend. She's like, you know, do you ever do anything? Or do you ever leave your house? I'm like, I have everything I want here. Mm-hmm. My kids are here. I don't have to worry about my son picking up a quarter at someone else's house and breaking something. I'm, mm-hmm. I like the boringness. Right. We go have fun when we can. Like come in here. You know, this is getting out of the house, mm-hmm. yeah. and it's healthy. And I, I'm same way. And I've said this in past shows. I started partying years before a lot of people. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of people. Um, yeah. And even like now, people are you gonna go to? I'm just not a bar guy no more, dude. Yeah. I like to sit at home. We live that life at a real yeah. young age. Yeah, like. it is. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. I mean, like, dude, I, I grew out of that the party style. I'm not a hey, give me a beer bartender guy anymore. I'm just not. I mean, right. I'll go, you know, if there's a special event. Mm-hmm. AKA Jake's coming up. Jake Cigar Bar coming to you the 20th, second annual anniversary of yeah. that company. But I'm just saying, you check that out. <laughs> and, and yeah. yeah. 20th, Jake's coming up, um, but I just, I don't know, man. I just partied before everybody. Uh, not a big, I, well, I like That was home. also before you had children, You're too. Right. Well, even even before the children, T, I just, I got burned out, man. Some right. of us got to jump off the porch a little early. Yeah, so. yeah. 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 when you get that freedom younger. Yeah. yeah, for sure. I did, and it got boring to me, and I don't know. And I'm not even going to go out and listen to a band guy anymore. I just... Anything, I don't know, man. I'm a <laughs> we just guy. old, man. Know. We just old, and we now get them, we're comfortable. We're pushing forty. I know. Them food truck Fridays though will yeah. get us out the house. Hey, okay. not yeah. because of the band, because the taco truck. Oh, oh right. the taco <laughs> truck, dude. That's not, the best. That's the <clears> best crazy, thing there. Crazy yeah. spuds. Yeah. Shout out Kristen like Collins it. and Wilds. Y'all are rocking it. Yeah. I love it. It's so good. That's that's that a pork potato. Potato. I don't think I've ever. I don't think I've tried it yet. It's awesome, dude. I can't help it. I go to the taco truck. I mean, that's my place. Great pricing fills you completely up. I mean, surprisingly, if you can eat it all. I mean, it's, right? Yeah. yeah. They said downtown last night. Last night, was last night. yeah. Uh-huh. JD, JD Sheldon. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's got a good song. What the uh, straight from Kentucky? That's a good mm-hmm. song. He's got that. Uh, he seems to be a regular, always downtown. Yeah. Uh, you know, I love that little spot, man. It's always popping. It is it's cool. Our little town feels like it's coming a long it, way, don't it? It does. I mean, Troy Young. It's, it's the people yeah. who run it, man. Troy Young. <laughs> yeah. Shout out Troy Young. He's yeah. making things happen. It, yeah. His fingerprints are all over this right, thing, man. Right, right. I mean, for real. Yeah, I mean, we got uh, we got a great place. I love this yeah. uh, town. And I and go back to that, I uh, appreciate everybody getting a shirt. Um, yes. I, I still got a bunch of names that people ain't picked up their shirts. I can deliver what I can, but. Just reach it, reach out to us. We'll get it to you one way, shape, or yeah, form. Anyway, or you stop by. But right. I got your shirt. It's in the box. And once good. once you guys get your shirts, make sure that you post pictures mm-hmm. wearing your shirt. Send it to us. Tag me and Brandon between the staves. 
uh, we want to see you guys representing. That's awesome. We yeah. love it, man. Oh, yeah, it's, we, it's we got four of us here tonight, and three of yeah. us have a shirt on. Yeah, I didn't get the memo. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody told me that I was supposed to wear this tonight. Nah, I mean, uh, I just popped it I, I halfway matched, though. It's okay. You do. Uh, but, I mean, we have uh, a great opportunity here, man, being able to hear these stories. I'm going to jump back with Kristen and just uh, talk about when things started going sour, because everything was fun at first. And then uh, there had to have been something to uh, change the direction of that relationship and where it headed. That what was happened. when I started staying with him in Lexington more. Mm-hmm. I love Lawrenceburg. I love the smallness. The yeah. pers- you know, everybody's personable. But right. we started staying in Lexington. And I was paying his part of the rent to his roommate, who was a had two apartments. And he dealed out of one and lived in the other. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it was, I'm lucky I didn't die back then right. or get caught up in something he um it was the first time he laid his hands on me and it was just a quick can, smack can, to can the back i ask of my head. I'm, I'm sorry can i ask what triggered him to to do this like what what was his reasoning for doing this action i had busted him trying to find um escorts online wow yep that'll and, do it that'll yep. get you smacked in the head yeah like, and yeah then, so what you did you smack him at all? Like, was there any kind of altercation no, now before? I have. Right. Before right. I took a bat to him. Oh, he mm. probably deserved yeah. it. Yeah. Sounds like he deserved Barry Bonds. Yes. <laughs> Swing yes. away. I was. I broke his foot and his whole mm. thigh was just bruised. I was like, I mean, I had to call the cops one night. Um, he had been drinking. He spit whiskey in my mouth. And I'm talking like a little four bottle thing of whiskey. He would drink anything and get his hands on. And, um... <laughs> anyway, uh, anything he get his hands on. Right. I mean, it was beer, it, it, liquor. It, it, so he's very much an alcoholic. Yes, and just a drug addict. He, um, where was, I'm sorry. No, <laughs> it's it's okay. Like you were telling us, just like where where Jordan over. Here. Oh yeah, so, yeah. Um, <laughs> so I we're called, getting interference. Yeah, I called the police, and because mm-hmm. I knew if I did not call the police, he would have probably killed me that night. This was towards the end. You really think that he killed? One hundred percent. Damn. Yes. So, did he have any kind of other like mental instabilities, or was oh, it just yeah. mainly drug and alcohol infused? Oh no, he. It's always poor, pitiful me. Everybody hates me. Nobody. I always do for other people. No one does for me. <coughs> Little dick syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> That's literally what it was. But was it? Wow. Yes, he would get so mad that my mom. Pinky guy. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah short, yeah. short man. Go ahead. Don't want. Don't want. <laughs> don't. No. Eeny, don't want it. Don't want it. weeny. But he, you know, I didn't. I had. I don't know if I mentioned this to Jordan or not, but I had blocked him, and I got nosy, and I unblocked him, mm-hmm. and his life's still miserable. And I guess he had noticed it. And he requested two hundred dollars from me on Facebook. <laughs> Wow. So I turned That's around and say, requested a thousand and then blocked him, but you know. Mm. Uh, I'm assuming you didn't get that money. No, of course <laughs> not. <laughs> I deserve more than that, but right. he would get so mad because my mom would help me. She'd buy me cigarettes, mm-hmm. which she enabled me. We talked about this. Yes. I love you, Mom, but I'm sorry you did. Well, like we said before, you know, when you love somebody, it's hard to see them suffer, oh, so yeah. regardless what they're going through. Mama, Mama definitely held it down though, as much as she yeah. could. Yeah. yeah. Raising mean. my babies. Yeah, Jordan, I'm of course, you know, he'd get clutch. mad. Jordan would help. Jordan mm-hmm. would take groceries out to my mom. But uh, the one of the worst times was I had caught him, um, his text messages. He went to sleep, and I poured maybe a quarter of a monster on his back and woke him up and was like, what the heck is this, yada, yada, lots of vulgar language. And he flips me over, 
He sits on top of me, and this guy's like 220 pounds. Mm -hmm. He pins my arms down with his knees, and he takes a twist-top big monster and is slowly pouring it into my face. And I can still remember the smell and burning my eyes. I breathed it in my lungs. It took me a good minute to get it all out. Um, And I went and got in the bath and passed out. And he went in there and got me. And I had halfway woke up when I was breathing in the water. And it's like it made everything better because he did that for me. It's like I just completely forgot of everything else he had just done. Mm. So and you talking about you could have drowned in the bed? Oh, yeah. I was beyond gone. We had been drinking. and Damn. He took my car and went and hung out with another girl after he put me in bed. Wow. Yeah. Sounds like a winner. Mm. Mm. It does not sound like a winner. Uh, <laughs> sounds... Sounds like that uh, guy needs his ass whooped, <laughs> for yeah, real. he does. Uh, Jordan came to the house one day and was ready to fight him. Mm. He was hiding in the closet, but... He hid in the closet, right? Yeah, he, yeah. yeah I, you know, we weren't together, but at the end of the day, I was like, you know, fuck this guy. Excuse right. my language, uh, especially Mama VP. Um, but yeah, so I, I, I knocked on the door, announced my presence. He didn't want no part of it. You know how we well, roll too, T, so yeah, it's like yeah, when I was like, you know, me. when I'm fired up enough to yeah. where I'm at the door like that, you know what time it is. Trust me, I know, but that's the thing with most men who uh, who hit their uh, significant other, their, their female. Uh, and they're, women. They're, well, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah that too, but... But like they are, they're cowards. You know yeah. what I'm saying? They wouldn't, they wouldn't come to a man like that because no. whether we like to admit it or not, uh, we are like a, a more powerful human than than the females. Yeah, are. you, you got to respect the the strength it, and, and yeah, the power. Yeah, I mean, there. you can be, they can be overpowered easily yeah. uh, with with a full grown man, especially one that's mm-hmm. what two twenty, and you're probably at this time what uh, hundred less than a hundred pounds, maybe a hundred pounds. I was like one hundred four, maybe yeah. I was itty bitty. Right. And he manhandled me. Well, but. of course, yeah, I was uh, probably about I mean, one eighty at that time, and it didn't want to face me because I knew. That's like, the thing. <laughs> Let me ask you something, Kristen, because I've never been in a physical abusive relationship ever i've been verbally abusive relationship plenty of times um mm-hmm. when it happens once what makes you stay i mean the, you know, oh they won't do it again and then they again. do it again and it's like oh well i shouldn't have texted jordan or i shouldn't you know and i was checking on my kids just or something. question yourself yeah and you just you always think you deserve it yeah. and then oh they won't do it again they won't do it again but there you can leave there are so many resources and i am on facebook my last name is k-u-r-r-e-k you can reach out to me i know some resources we can get you help you do not have to stay man or woman mm-hmm. you know men are so they get shamed if they speak about their emotions and their abuse people don't look at it the same if a man smacks a woman or a woman smacks a man they're not the same exactly they are yeah. but people say they're not right it's still a domestic violent yes. situation mm-hmm. yes and it, if your man is telling you what you can wear who you can talk to you know when you first get together and he lays out some boundaries i understand that to an extent but if you're with a woman you know how she dresses a certain way and how she posts on facebook right. it's like the jonah hill situation right mm-hmm. now you can't want someone to change who they are right you make them better but you don't change who they are i can't i can't imagine telling a woman what to wear all you can say is damn you look good right you know i mean seriously like well well, i mean that's what there's a lot of men uh that are controlling like that and uh they feel like that they are the boss of the whole situation mm -hmm. 
you know, and th- it happens. Yeah, yeah, it I happens know what a happens. lot, man. It happens, I know, I know. Uh, Insecurities, man. Yeah, my wife actually was uh, in, in a relationship that was similar to that, to where she he was telling her what she could and couldn't do, who she could talk to. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and it's just it's uh it's sad that uh that women get trapped in this situation. You know, like you said, and men, and men get trapped in this spot because I got I got a buddy, like I said, and uh, he was very much getting almost bullied mm-hmm. by his uh, wife because uh, you know uh, <laughs> he just allowed it to happen because he you know he thought he couldn't do anything about it. He mm-hmm. you know he couldn't reach out to nobody. Because nobody's gonna listen to a man being domestically violent or uh, domestically, you know, uh, dealing with domestic yeah, violence. dealing with domestic violence in you know, you know, it's just different story. It's 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 bad for the guy. Like if if you complain about it, you know, no, I know, you know, and another thing, like a lot of girls are the same way with guys. Like you were just saying, mm-hmm. like it it goes both ways, like. Guys go out like, "What are you doing? Be home, you know? Yeah. Where you at?" And but they can go do whatever the hell they want. Right. And the guys just sitting there like, I mean, yeah, I mean, oh, it man. is a double edged sword. It is. It is. Uh, it's a double edged sword for sure. And I know people. That, that regardless are, yeah. of regardless of who is uh, the the uh, the abuser in the situation is, uh, you know, it's still it's still mm-hmm. awful. You know what I'm saying? It's still sad that people have to go through that. It is. Um, Kristen, when did you know? Like, hey, man, it's it's time to bounce. Like this is it. I'm freaking done. It's time. It's I'm done with this shit. The day he held me up in my bathroom, by my neck, mm-hmm. and I had my arms up, and he grabbed my wrist, and he punched myself. He punched me in the face with my own hand, and I had that black eye. Is that and where you got was, that black eye? Yeah, and was it was. Do you remember when I posted that? Yeah, I remember. Yeah. He showed us a picture. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, is that I, what did that? That's had, where your yeah, eye came from. I had posted on Facebook and said I opened the door and hit it, but people knew better. You know, I was spiraling out of control, and I did have some people. But what, 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 what was that that made him do that? Was that that night? What? This was, I think that was I had caught him talking to someone, okay. and he always turned it around on me. Yeah, yeah it's always somebody else's fault. Yeah, yeah. it's never their fault. Yeah, so he, he literally grabbed your wrist and punched your own face. Yeah, with your. All right. You know, I was 104 pounds if that, right. so he had me up with one hand and hit me with my other and I was grabbing him trying to get him off so what what was an average night with you guys though like drug wise like what were y'all doing an average night we would broadcast on an adult site what do you mean um like be on webcam like having sex on webcam for money yeah Yeah, Yeah. and we would do that for money and Mm -hmm. I would it's kind of not exactly PG so I apologize but you guys listen I would be doing something to him, mm-hmm. and he would be on his phone watching porn. Mm-hmm. And I mean, he just had a sex addiction. Did he? Right. But the meth didn't make it any better. You know, that's such mm-hmm. a euphoric feeling. What? Is, what the meth? That, that's what your main y'all's main drug like was. Like speed, yeah, yeah. like yeah, like yeah. uppers, super uppers. Yeah, it, like you feel like you're crawling out of your skin, and you. But it, I mean, I'm not gonna lie; it's a great feeling. Yeah. But just any time I get that craving, mm-hmm. I just remember standing in the bathroom looking at my black looking at my black eye and my dried out skin and mm-hmm. that's what takes me back to just you know just watching your soul leave your body basically i mean mm-hmm. you're not the same person uh after after all that like meth has taken a lot of people that i know near and dear mm-hmm. and uh just changed what they look like let alone who yeah. they are as a person like they're unrecognizable at some point but after, when, when you're on meth, meth crazy like we're, i mean i don't understand like the 
what were you what's the thinking process you're just like hey um go 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 yeah you go yeah. like your sexual drive is through oh, the roof you it? blow your money you do stupid stuff you I started making bracelets and necklaces and I'm talking like a necklace that went around my throat and went down and around my stomach mm-hmm. and building stuff and painting stuff I mean I would start these projects and my house was a disaster so in myth is like because I'm, I'm I know nothing about it um as far as like you know how you buy weeds like twenty bag like what what do you buy in meth like I mean is it just crystals that, or yes I wasn't it usually comes in rock form and yeah. I wasn't really sure because I would just give it was his best friend I would just give him thirty bucks forty mm-hmm. bucks whatever and he yeah, would give me yeah. I want to say like thirty a gram but don't quote me mm-hmm. I'm not real sure I would just give him money and I always paid for everything mm-hmm. always how how much I mean say you did get thirty a gram how long did it last you before you're like damn i need some more probably just a day yeah yeah mm. I, and it wasn't even just spending the money on the drugs that made it worse it was everything else you bought why you were on the drugs right, right. like an 80 dollar comforter mm-hmm. like why yeah you know i mean we were putting the bed sideways and mm-hmm. mounted the tv in the closet and my family when they went to my uh duplex and they you know got everything together and moved everything for me it was it was like tweaker city Wow, it was not. Yeah. Oh, man. that that. I mean, <laughs> how do you get comfortable to a situation like that? Like, is it just the, uh, just the people that you're around? Do you trust these people, or you just trust them because of, uh, because of you know the situ like the drugs. Like it's you- it's the drugs make you mm-hmm. comfortable, and you know, I remember going to see the dealer's newborn baby. Right. And higher than a guy. And wow. his wife just allowed it, and now, you know, he's in prison. Mm-hmm. Thank God. She's doing good, but... Good, good. We, uh, you know, but abuse comes more than just physical, emotional, mental. It's mm-hmm. financial. It's, right. you know, controlling the family. Well, who gets, what, what gets paid for, yeah. Yeah, and it's like child neglect. Like, if, you're ma- if your woman is telling you or your man, hey, I need you to do more around the house. I am drowning. I need your help. Mm-hmm. And you neglect that, that's a little... Not really reaching, but it's kind of a form of abuse. Right. Like, just you got no choice. It has to be done. Yeah. But you're still getting forced to do this on your own. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's awful. Mm-hmm. Man, people, uh, people don't uh, realize what it means to like actually have a relationship. Somebody actually took the time try to care for you, be there for you, and stuff like that, and for you to not to re- return the favor, at least try to make an effort. You know, that's just a slap in the face itself. You know, that's that's how it. it so common. And Kristen, this is kind of a crazy question. Um, as a former addict, do you ever miss that lifestyle? Yes. Do you really? I miss the money, the excitement. Mm-hmm. You know, I follow my old clubs on Facebook, and I still have a bunch of friends from there, and I miss it. I mean, I just I think I miss the money and the freedom, mm-hmm. the being able to go party and then come home. But right, and I and everybody knows I'm a former marijuana smoker, mm-hmm. which what you're doing is way above that level, but. I mean, I miss it. I ain't gonna right. lie. I mean, I ain't smoked in a couple of years, and um, I, I can't imagine being on something hard like that. Yeah, like I mean, like like you said, it was like a it was like a lifestyle. You yeah. know what I mean? Right. Like it was fast paced. Mm-hmm. Everything's uh, it, it just happened sporadically. You know what I'm saying? Partying all the time, yeah. just having fun. You know, it's a sense of freedom, mm-hmm. and you know, as as a responsible adult, we lose that mm-hmm. <laughs> because. We got responsibilities, you know. We can't, no, we right. can't run and, and do everything. In like both that. of y'all's opinions, what do you think's worse? 
because a lot of people don't know this. Would you rather somebody be drunk all the time or high on weed? Not oh. weed, a hundred percent. Absolutely, me too. Because like sure. the paper and stuff that might affect your lungs. They might lose some shit. Me too. You might just eat a bunch, but <laughs> right, stop right. at a stoplight yeah. wait for it to, or you know, yeah. the stop sign wait for it to turn and, green. And, but. and I've said this before, and even my mother's even told me this because my dad died of alcoholism. His dad died of alcoholism. Same mm. with his other dad. So yeah. I'm like the fourth generation. And my mom was like, I'd rather you smoke weed. And she's anti-weed. Never mm-hmm. probably smoked in her life. I've never understood why it's illegal. I know. and But like I said in other episodes, like, what am I going to do? Go to the BP station and buy a Twinkie? Yeah, and be right. like smiling like, hey, man. Right. You know? it. I mean, it does alter your, your mindset. But uh, I feel like it's much, much, much more dangerous for somebody under the influence of alcohol yeah, marijuana it is, it to operate is. any vehicles. And, yeah. and any any time that I used to smoke, I was laser focused, dude. Yeah, like, laser sure. focused. Yeah. Like, and I understand. Don't drive drunk. I get that. I mean, I understand that. And yeah, everybody's probably drove when they shouldn't have drunk. Yes. Yeah, everybody you know thinks I mean? they're okay. Right, yeah, right. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. But give me it, the keys. I mean, if you smoke weed and drive, I mean, I just, I'm sorry, man. I'll never agree that you're impaired to drive a vehicle. Yeah. I just can't. I mean. The two cannot I, be compared. Like, I just don't, yeah. I personally don't think. I mean, I have smoked since rehab. Yeah. But it wasn't, you know. I just don't look at it as a, a, a drug. Maybe. I'm, it's, it's hard for me yeah. to, you know what I'm saying? Maybe. When when there's no there's no chemical chains to it, mm-hmm. you know, like cocaine, you gotta, you gotta mix it with some shit to turn it into a powder. Like, this literally grows from the flower. Mm-hmm. You pick it off, dry it out, smoke it up. You know, that's, I mean, it, it's, it's just... It's crazy to me that it's ever been illegal because it's such a such a medicine, and mm-hmm. I think that's one of the main parts why it's illegal mm-hmm. is because it does like you could smoke weed and then it it, it cancels out a lot of these medicines that you got to take. It you does. know what I mean? It does. It, it's a medicine. And, I mean, and Jordan, me and you both cannot smoke. Nope. With our job, I mean, we cannot. Unfortunately, I know. So what what do you like? I just asked you. What's your stance on marijuana? And alcohol, like which one do you think is worse? Why and whatever? What do you think, man? I mean, honestly, if I could, I would smoke hands down over drinking. Me too. I mean, there's just the medical benefits of it and what it what it does for me outweigh anything alcohol can possibly do for me. Um, alcohol is not even on the same level. Um, alcohol is so much worse for you. And it is. It, it is it's completely worse for you. It's, it is. It's not even a, a question. I think majority of people know that too. Mm-hmm. Unless marijuana was laced with something like fentanyl, I've not heard of anyone dying just from smoking a joint. No, never. Yeah, there's no overdoses. Never. There's no, like, you know, you're just blatantly driving through red lights and doing crazy shit while you're driving, which, I mean, you probably shouldn't be doing anything under the influence while you're driving. But point being is, like, I've been under the influence of marijuana, and it hasn't affected my ability to perform normal day-to-day tasks. Right. Has it made me feel more relaxed? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Able to just like, you know, deal with like pain better? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Deal with inflammation, nausea, nausea hunger, you know, mm-hmm. lack of appetite, all sorts of Sleeplessness. stuff. Sleeplessness? Sleeplessness? Oh, for sure, man. Yeah. I mean, yeah, back when I was able to smoke, smoke a little bit here and there, go to bed, have the best night. You know, oh. best best sleep I've it's had. It's the best sleep. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, there's no better sleep than after you've smoked. Uh, <laughs> no. Makes everything better. It makes makes food better. Makes movies better. Makes sex better. It's awesome. Yeah. And 
You don't really get an addiction to it, though. I don't feel. I, I don't think no, it's not. I'm, it's not no. habit forming. So, I've never done sexual favors for marijuana, right? Or on marijuana, but I have alcohol. Now, now I've never wanted to. Uh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I was gonna say I never wanted to actually like. Um, I don't want to like discredit alcohol as far as is as what its purpose is in society, but I feel like it's completely. It's it's overhyped versus marijuana. Like, oh, yeah. you know, everyone's like, oh yeah. yeah, this is so socially acceptable, and this is this is the thing to do. Let's all drink, and let's. But let's be real here. I mean, this shit's causing liver cancer for people, and right. And but but here's the thing. Here's the thing with alcohol, Jordan. Is is it's intended to be drinking responsibly. You know what I'm saying? Responsibly, right? Yes. So if if you abuse anything, you're gonna fuck yourself up. Right. First and foremost, if you abuse ibuprofen, guess what you're gonna do? You're gonna fuck your liver up. You know what I'm saying? It's the same thing. But and you're right about that. So addiction is a key when it comes to any substance in general. I mean, if you can't, if you can't be responsible enough to handle right. any substance right. that you that you're doing, then you know it's not gonna be good for you. Right. Phones. Phones are a big addiction. I am so addicted to my phone. I am too, and it pisses me off. I can't stand it. It's it like me crazy. it's hard to put it down. Sometimes I gotta. Physically tell myself, throw that motherfucker down. Hey. Because it, yeah. it gives me. Sex on alcohol, though, is awesome. Yeah. Depends if on what kind of alcohol. It, I was like, if you can yeah. keep it young. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> scrub the counter. I, I ain't never had a problem. So. You never heard the term whiskey dick before, mm, Brandon? No, I never had it. Really? Wow. Well, I have. I, I punched that little fucker. I was like, you gotta wake up, man. You gotta do something. <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> but whiskey just said, no, no, no. Dude, one day. <laughs> That's the opposite. Like, Motherfuckers. Bing. No. It, in the future, if I'm not that drunk. Like, yeah. In the future, we're gonna have a rated R episode. So yeah, we might in. do that. I am so down. No, so if you're easily that. offended, please Good do not tune Lord. in for that one. <laughs> y'all, adults only. Most of y'all listen. No, <laughs> BP talk. So, yeah. yeah. Just, yeah. I know well, you know what time it is. I'm the same way, man. You talk to them guys at work, and uh, they'll give you some stories about old TJ. Mm. <laughs> we some all got stories shit. together over here. Oh, I already know, man. Already the only know. thing I know is that you can fight. That's about all I know. Me? Yeah, that's the only <laughs> that's thing I've heard is that you can fight. I can fight. He, he can fight I can do and, more stuff. And, and, he, and he can break a, a probably a four-inch thick sheet of ice with his forehead. Oh, wow, yeah. I remember that. What was that? Whose house was that at? I, I just remember a pool coated in solid ice, and you just going up to, hey, Jordan, watch this. Head butts the Fuck, size <laughs> well, just cracks it completely in half. That's what's wrong with me today. I have yeah. head trauma. Yeah, head, little... <laughs> I was like, "There's no way." I've been yeah. knocked out laying on the ground. Uh, man, me to the I, I was born blessed with a huge head. I think that's what it was. Big nah, forehead. You just, you just a tough son of a bitch. <laughs> that's what you said. But, uh, but man, yeah, we've got some stories that we could share on here that would uh, probably, you know, definitely hit us with an M A label instead of R for real. Yeah. <laughs> I know BP's got mm, some stories. Yeah, I can see it in your face. Yeah. But uh, it makes my face red. And a lot of my listeners, like I said last time, they're praying. They're they're sweating. They Please don't podcast. say my name yeah. on this motherfucking yeah. show. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, hey. I, it's it's so good to have you guys back here because, like we said before, this the, the last time we all spoke, uh, we had a really good episode. We had a really good conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but. Um, I really do want to get back to this, uh, uh, the story that you had. So after, after all of that, you said you've had enough. Uh, when did you come to the actual realization that this is not what I want to do with my life? This is not the person I want to be with. This is not the person I want to be. Other than when he blacked my eye, I it was 
the same <clears throat> around the same time when I was counting pennies for a cup of water from the gas station because my water was shut off. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. shout out to my old neighbor Tony. It was mm-hmm. dead winter. It was probably negative two degrees. I had no electric and no running water, and he let me run an extension cable from his front porch to my house. So I had a heater, a lamp, and a phone charger. Hell yeah. Tony is a real one. Hell yeah! Right now. Would, shout out to Tony. Had a boy, Tony, Tony. Overting, He would watch my kids when I danced. He, you know, he's a single dad of three kids. And did you dance or just, strip? Technically, both. I was more on the entertainer yeah. spectrum. Like I did it, and it was fun, and I wanted mm-hmm. to keep them. You know, gotcha. but gotcha. it's a very sensual thing. Right. Okay. Right. And I got some weird stories. But I bet you we'll made. That I, I bet you made some rubber bands with that. that oh yeah, gig. the most I made was twenty five hundred, and that was after damn, I. Damn, I'm out. in the wrong business. That's man. what I'm saying. <laughs> I missed that money, and I yeah. I did dance for a little bit when I got out of treatment. Right. But it was probably like two months, and I just felt guilty. I yeah. couldn't. I couldn't do it. Oh, wow. There's no way that I could make that much money on a pole. I don't think. Are you dancing you, on a pole? Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, she can she can dance on that pole too, man. I'm That's watching an art. Some hey, and, look, and look. She can spin on it like <laughs> like nobody's business. Okay, what? but outside of the outside I'm like, where of the, did this athlete come from? Outside <laughs> of the exotic part of the dance itself, that is, I mean that's that's. <laughs> That's an athlete. I mean, for real, it takes talent mm-hmm. to do some of the things that they do. Yeah. yeah, I know my big ass ain't gonna get up on a pole like that. <laughs> I want one when Mackenzie goes to college. Right. We will have a pole in her Sorry, bedroom, kids. and that right. will be the man cave. And it's a great fitness. Wow. That's the best shape I've ever been in. Oh, I bet. Really? Yes. Oh yeah, oh, absolutely, yeah. bro. She had, she had, yeah, she had the. Uh, Muscle. I mean, biceps I had little and triceps biceps yeah. going, and yeah. she was. It's not. Yeah. I mean, it's not easy. The uh, to strength? hold yourself up. TJ, you know what? It, BP, would, what do you think, man? We do an episode. We just we strip for everybody. You think people would watch that? TJ, do you remember your 18th birthday? <laughs> I don't remember yesterday hardly. We but... went to Deja Vu in Lexington. <laughs> was it my 18th birthday? It was your 18th birthday. I think it was we my 19th to... birthday. Was it 19th? Well, yeah, I was in college, one. right? We was in college, wasn't we? No, we weren't in college yet. We were still we probably just graduated high school, but we went up to Deja Vu in Lexington. Uh huh. You remember that old girl dancing on the pole, and she ended up falling like she was sliding and didn't catch herself yeah. on her head. Yeah, and we all just felt like, like oh shit, yeah, like damn. Like at first we were like concerned, and right. then she was okay. We started laughing yeah. about it. She works at Walmart now, I think. Okay. <laughs> oh my god, but yeah, like that's what I was. I'm sorry, I just had a flashback of like, yeah, no, that's good, man. I, I remember, I remember it vaguely, but like I said, whenever we went out. I usually wasn't in the right state of mind. No, good none of us were, really. Yeah. We, we had a good time. Right. But, I mean, like you said, uh, you know, you're dancing and stuff like that. Uh, that that all is not a big deal. Like, I don't I don't see why people... I don't, I don't, I don't see yeah. why people have an issue with that. Because, obviously, it's a business that's been around a long time, and people still go to this. You know? I support They're, sex work as long as it's done the right way. And that's like, you know, webcamming, escorting, all of that. I support that. Just be smart about it and right. be safe. Yeah, don't give anybody too much information they don't need. Yeah, you know? other than farming, it was the... What exactly is escorting? It's like you pay to have sex. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. It's like so, the W you, word. You pay but for the date, it's a but nice way of saying you're prostitution. And yeah. expecting, you're right. expecting the sex part of it, but yeah, I mean, yeah, it's you're paying for the date. Right. You know, old men with their old wives, yeah. they don't yeah. they well, get bored. And... Explain this to me about society, okay? Uh, prostitution is illegal, correct? Yeah. Right? Yes, except in it, Nevada. It's okay. only okay, illegal for, because the government can't but, collect the taxes it yes. wants to collect. Right, but listen to this. So, so why is it perfectly legal if you film it you know what i mean like uh, sex is 
prostitution is bad, but paying for sex is only bad if you don't put it on film. You know what I'm saying? Because think about uh, porn stars. They get paid to have sex. You know what it probably is? Is they collect taxes on the DVDs that are sold. It comes down to taxes. It comes down to how much money is the government going to make off of what you're doing. Mm -hmm. It's like the Nevada Mm -hmm. situation. Like You can get by doing legal prostitution down there because the government's going to get their tax money. Right. But anywhere else, it's not legal, so they're not going to get their money. It's all hand under hand and, and, you know... So, somebody's not getting paid. What's porn? (laughs) What is that, BP? It's corn. Let me introduce you to something that's going to change the rest of your life and your forearm, Brandon. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, man, like I said, it's a weird situation to think about, though. You know, know, prostitution is only illegal if you don't film it. So, I mean, that's what I feel like. But, uh, yeah, like I said, but that aspect, though, it gets a bad rap. People think that just because you're dancing... That means that you're sleeping with these people. That you're no. not. Absolutely. You're, you're, no. you're, li- you know you're literally it's, it's a performer. Case. You're out here doing things that a lot of people can't do and right. probably wish they could do. Right. I mean, it's it's labeled bad. I mean, I'm sure a lot of dads will come on here and be like, ah, I don't want my daughter ever doing that. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. like, when when you look at how much money that these girls are able to make a weekend at a time it's, it's I, insane I've, I've how can of, you say yeah, that like, I would I've, do it I've thought of that as a father to girls I would do it Don't look and at I'm sitting like here like you know <laughs> if my girls were to go that route at some point when they're in a, they're adults and they can do what they want mm-hmm. and they can choose to do what they want that's their life you know, it's just that quick money I, I'm not gonna I don't understand the guys that don't love their children or feel like they can't love their children because they based on the, to go, the yeah, decision to me that's life, bullshit yeah. it's like bro like you're gonna love your Be, children I mean regardless. just think about I mean just think about your boys you know I mean yeah. uh, if, if something were to occur like would you love them any less like if, if they started doing like hell I mean being a UK fan or something like that, you know, right, something, something right. terrible. <laughs> hey, I'm just glad I got three boys. Yeah, I'm just glad I, I got three. You got to worry about three little dicks. Now, hey, of listen now. I'm gonna get to UK in a minute. <laughs> okay, <laughs> with a girl. No, with a girl, you got to worry about one person getting pregnant. Exactly. With a boy, you got to worry about many people getting pregnant. But, but that's the thing. That's the thing, though. Like. It's not your your kid's not pregnant though. Yeah, you know that's what true. I mean? yeah. So so I feel like because I have both. I have I have uh, I got three boys and a daughter, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I fear more for my daughter than my boys because of uh, I just know how boys are. I know yeah. boys are pieces of shit. Yeah, like you experience from your story. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like I don't ever want my daughter to like have to be in a situation like that you know it's horrifying to think like that because that's the kind of shit that's gonna bring us to end up in prison i know i have a very short temper that's that's what yeah that's what worries me too bro i'm right there with you it's like man it's gonna be that one yeah it's gonna be you know that decides to test my child the wrong way and and i'm gonna have to step in and see i couldn't even imagine somebody speaking to my daughter in a very inappropriate manner right or like aggressively you know, yeah. that's what I'm thinking. Like, if anybody... I hate to think what I would do. I mean, yeah. honestly, it's scary. Because we know what I we're know. capable of. That's yeah. what it comes down to. Yeah. We you know. see me on a phone booth real quick if you know what I'm talking about. You need to calm your old ass down. I know it, man. Uh, I can't uh, help yeah, it, though. You got girls. is a different that's, story. That's my baby, baby girl, man. You. My baby girl. She, uh... She, I mean, she means the world to me. You know yeah. what I'm saying? For anybody to ever physically assault or verbally mm. assault her would... <laughs> it would enrage me, man. I, like, I get it. Yeah. I, um... I got three Phillips boys, so good luck, y'all. Yeah, um, good luck. <laughs> good luck, all y'all listening. Oh yeah. I'm just telling you, I mean, I, yeah, I, 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 I'll, I'll do what I can on my part. But yeah. 
gosh damn, I hope they ain't half what I, you know what I mean? And hopefully yeah, at one gosh, point our damn. boys are playing ball together. Me too. We'll, we'll talk about sports. sports. So we'll, as, we'll yeah. their ass in that As long as they don't have a chemical imbalance, your boys are going to treat their wives or husbands mm. the way we, you treat mm, yep. your wife. We mm. are molding them. We are and molding my daughters, them. they will not settle. And if they do, I will be very surprised because Jordan treats me like mm. a queen. Yeah, I don't Most of the time. Uh, Sometimes I'm like, hey, no, you know. But all in all, he's great. It, you know. Why'd you have to get a Louisville fan, though? I know. Because we're awesome. Because all of you fans. Because we're all awesome. your friends are Louisville fans. I, <laughs> I got a lot of you. I, but can we, can we get to UK real quick? No, we'll I, don't want, to. I don't, want, to. don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to. Let's get to it real quick. <laughs> Come on, right. man. They're over there playing, man. Playing in Drake's match. Hey, they are. I don't want to hear about that. They are actually doing really good, B. I cannot lie. Like, it's going to be. I was very excited about Louisville's team this year mm-hmm. in basketball, and then I watched them fools play Germany, and holy shit. Dude. Wow. That Reed Shepard, Jeff Shepard, he has two rings with the UK. Is that is he related to him? It's his son. No, shit. Son. I didn't even put two and two together. Dude, well. he is dominant. He looks like the best player on the floor the last two games for us. He is, dude, I'm telling you right now, guys, y'all know I know basketball. This guy is ridiculous. He's from Kentucky. He's, I mean... We'll get, Perry and make it happen. Get we'll, that we'll, ring. We'll stop talking about Kentucky, but I'm just telling you, man. I want to give a shout out to that dude. <laughs> Good lord. Yeah, his dad. His dad was a baller. I he remember was. watching him back Final in the Final Four yeah. MVP '98. Yeah. I mean, I remember Jack Antoine Collins. Walker and him. Was that He's, not? Was that not the team? Walker was '96. Was he not on the team with him? No. Oh, he, him and Jeff yeah. Shepard. Yeah. But Shepard didn't play a lot in '96. He mm. was '97, '98. So. Sports bore the hell out of me. I'm not gonna lie. I don't. <laughs> yeah, I, well, she, she, she only gets hyped during Eagles that's games. A, the, that's the thing. People have told me that too. They're like, when y'all start talking sports, I don't know the stuff that y'all know. You know what I'm saying? But uh, that's just part of what you know. A general conversation with us is going to sound yeah, like. Yeah, you got a passion so, for it. It's right. good, dude. I, and I, I ain't just trying to puff on my chest, but I forgot a lot about sports and most people know. don't even know. I don't, yeah, I, ain't I, gonna lie. I can vouch for that, man. Yeah, like I, I said, you're a walking, uh, at least a walking UK uh, encyclopedia. Yeah. I know that. Steelers? Yeah, Steelers too. Yeah, Reds? I feel. Yeah, Yankees? About them. about them Reds. Good uh-huh. night. But, we stuff. did it to you again, Kristen. I apologize. We did this no, last time. We it's st- fine. I get it. <laughs> we, Y'all uh, got passionary. Don't we, we apologize for yeah, that. I mean, because if it brushly gets pushed into a conversation, uh, oh, we're going to jump on Yeah, it. We're going to jump I, I on get it. it. Easy. <laughs> like some wild animals stalking our prey. But uh, we uh, we really do want to hear more. Like, uh, like has this has this been any uh, issue for you other than that one relationship? Have you been in abusive re- relationships that uh, uh, outside of this other guy? Yeah, when, you know, Mackenzie's bio, I'm not allowed to say yeah, anything. Okay. That was a horrible horrible relationship i remember i was eight months pregnant we were at the bowling alley mm-hmm. and i was looking at something out of the corner of my eye when he kissed me and he looks behind him and he made me cry we ended up leaving early because he swore i was looking at the other guy while i was kissing him oh, wow. i was like why would i do that insecurities yeah, yeah i couldn't wear certain things was this I, your last guy no this no. was oh, okay. mckenzie's bio but oh, i'm sorry I'm yeah sorry um, i've had chester you know, chester i've not i've been very um, I mean, I've been abusive in my own ways, mm-hmm. and I've, you know, I, I take that blame, and I understand it wasn't good, and I've, you know, done my apologies, and, but I forgot when I did get out of rehab before me and Jordan got together, mm-hmm. I was talking to Jeremy. Okay. You know, when I ran from rehab, I told you guys before, I called 
him and my mom. Mom and Jordan were going to be four hours. He was going to be like an hour and 30 minutes or whatever. And I just, I did not let him come get me. And I'm so glad I didn't. And this man drove four hours on Fourth of July. Fourth of July to come get me <laughs> at a gas at the station. Family function, chilling. Right. And my mom and my sister were livid. Right? They oh, wanted yeah, they, to Casey law me. They no, was yeah. fighting, or not fighting, but just screaming. yelling at each other, screaming. And I was just like, "There's no way I can let her sit there at the gas station, not knowing what's going to happen." Right. And. The girls know that's what's you, up. That's because you cared. I mean, yeah, that's good. Well, that's yeah, good. because I cared for sure. And then, of course, like, I'm thinking about the girls as well and, like, what they're going through because they're hearing this from a distance. Right. Like, we, don't, we try to not make it as obvious to the girls or, like, you know, but they... They know. You know they're smart. They know. Well, I mean, that we all think that. We all think that, like, we can hide stuff from our kids. Yeah, but, but they, they're, they're so smart. Yeah, they're, and they're, they're so smart. They see shit. They and, pick and, up on and the they moves. heard it. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, look, None of us. That this is the this is what I came down to in my head. Um, without saying anything out loud, in my head I was sitting there thinking like, none of us are gonna be able to sleep good tonight unless we know that she is somewhere safe, mm-hmm. whether right. it's back in rehab or she's back in our in our custody or not custody, but you know what I'm saying, like back within our you know our graces. Um, so you got a couple people fighting over here, people arguing over here, and I just. I just had that epiphany moment of like, you know what? I gotta be. Let, gotta yeah, be let me so let me just you. fuck. Let me just do this. Right. You know, excuse my language, but let me just go fucking do this. Right. So I drove three and a half hours, way out of the way, to go get her to make sure that she was safe. That my girls, our girls, knew that she, mommy was safe. Mm-hmm. The family knew that she was safe. Let me go on and get her, take her home because I can hear in her voice whenever she was worried about. We'll just call him F boy, right? Coming through and picking her up if no one else did, and what that would have transpired to. Right. I would have relapsed that night. Oh, for yeah. sure. She yeah, when you go yeah, back sure. to that state of familiarity of the, uh, you know, the past life that you had before mm-hmm. you try to fix yourself, it, it can it can easily draw you right back in. I mean, when you start, I mean, if you've got a main crowd that you're hanging around while you're using, uh, and then you you try to get yourself clean and then go back to that same the surrounding, yeah. I mean, that's what it's going to do. It's going to drown you again. You're going to be drawn right back into that. Sometimes I wonder if the dealer lived in Lawrenceburg, if I wouldn't have relapsed. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I really don't. Right. I think, I, I mean, I very well probably would have, to be honest. Right. I probably would have relapsed well, if he was down well, the road. thank God he wasn't because yeah. we wouldn't be doing this story probably. No. Hey, I still mean, to this real. day, how often do you think about getting high? Like, how often, like... A week or a month, I mean... There's sometimes, it's every day. There's sometimes, I don't think about it for months. It depends what's going on in my life. When I feel, you know, bored and stagnant, even though as much as I do love it, I miss that rush and the fun and Mm -hmm. having the energy. You know, like, I mean, you're scrubbing toilet at 3 o'clock in the morning. And I just got through a manic episode, but it was a very healthy level. I -hmm. didn't blow a bunch of money. But I got all my laundry caught up, and I got, you know, I was organizing. And you didn't enroll in college again, did you? Nope. <laughs> no, thank God. Thank Bastard God. coming yeah, through like, yeah. damn, we're, oh, we're going to have to pay this back, so, honey. <laughs> so I couldn't even imagine, like, you're going through all this, plus you also have told us before that you suffer with bipolar. Uh, like, uh, I'm sure that there's a lot of things that happened that triggered that condition as well. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm sure those the situations... Media. 
Yeah. <clears throat> the mania it's so made crazy. it. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, when you're manic, you have all this. You're very unstable. And then when you're depressed, you want something that'll make you feel better. Like, yeah. Exactly. Now That's my addiction is chocolate and candy. Yeah. I mean, right. it is. It gets rough sometimes. Chocolate candy. Chocolate, chocolate candy. That's what, smoothies. That's what we call yeah. Jordan is chocolate candy. Chocolate tube steak. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. But uh, that's that's so great that, like I said, and that's another that's just another thing that you've triumphed with, and that's it's such such an amazing uh, story of of winning. I think it's awesome. I, 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 if you don't look back and uh, realize this, like it is an amazing story and something that you've overcame is uh, inspirational for a lot of people. And I'm sure, yeah. like your Facebook post, you talking on the podcast, it's gonna reach out to people, you know. And I think that's awesome. I have a friend, she's very silent about it. And I've told her, I'm like, you don't, I will be your voice for you. I will talk about it for you. I will, you know, I was like, I get it. The being vulnerable, being ashamed. You don't want people to look at you different. Right. I do not care. Yeah. I do not care at all. If you, if you think you're better than me because you didn't do what I've done, there's things I've done and triumphed that other people will never do. Exactly. And I'm... A very accepting person. I don't judge people. Everybody is their own person. Mm-hmm. But on the abusive relationship thing, the controlling, the money, the you know, your kids know. Mm-hmm. You think just because you don't fight with oh, your kids, read you. they yeah, know. For sure. They well, know. Leave. You have to leave. Go try therapy if you need to. But in the end, you're gonna really yeah. screw yourself. So BP, uh, my wife and I was talking. I, I was going over with her, kind of like what we were going to talk about today, and kind of mm-hmm. the the uh, story that we're setting here uh she also brought up a really good point mm-hmm. uh that i've seen you know close uh close by not too long ago like i said we talked about that uh the the guy who killed his wife in front of his kids just because oh, she was going to leave him God. right i mean that's what i'm saying like so i mean people who knew that guy thought he was an amazing person just because like uh a lot of times in these domestic violence situations, like these guys put on this face for everybody else behind closed like, doors. Behind closed doors, he's a com- it's different. Yeah, completely different person. Different. And then everybody else has this perspective of that person as mm-hmm. being a cool person, a nice person. But then once the doors close, and then that happens when the women speak out. You know what I'm saying? It feels like they they they're lying because everybody knows him to be such a good guy. And they wouldn't expect nothing like that of them. Well, it's even like on Facebook posts, everybody's a happy family. Right. Are you? Right. You yeah. never know. I mean, that's, that's the reality of life. I mean, people aren't really trying to air their... Uh, their dirty laundry. Their dirty laundry out yeah. there in public. So most people are reserving a part of themselves mm-hmm. to the private. I will say, we really don't fight. And it took us a long time to get here. And it takes a lot of us biting our tongue and letting the other person talk and comprehend and compromise. Right, that's what we but talked about last time. But one thing yeah, sure. is money. Yeah. Money. I have, I'm horrible with it. Right. Awful, and he's not. And well, you know, I'm constantly trying to keep a budget. And tight like, ass. I'm like, and it's not even tight ass. I just tight want to ass. No, 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 no. I'm kind of the same way, it's, man. It's, sti- it's stability. It's what it is. It's, it's what just I'm making sure all your priorities, yeah, are, priorities taken are taken care of before any extracurricular you, costs You know, because we, we have plenty funny. of times yeah. to mess up and be like, you know, oh, yeah, da 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 this didn't get paid. Oh, but when you have children to look after right a family a household to look after a house and itself as a child you know what i'm saying like it becomes a stressful point yeah Yeah, it's a stressful point it's just like if you're not on top of that stuff it can pile up so 
fast right and rock your world and if and you're not you're getting on top a negative thinking you can catch up and then it you're constantly just fighting you know to get yeah. ahead yeah that was no, me and, yeah. and i refuse that or like if i can avoid that i will avoid that at all right. costs right. you use a spender Oh yeah. oh yeah, I will buy chocolate and gum and stuff before I buy gas. <laughs> you gotta think, endorphins and so, all the things that so make how you much feel does, good. How in much your does brain. chocolate actually add up to? I, I mean, can't just go buy. Smart. I don't buy just a candy bar. Right. I'm talking like like right now. I got three Twix and gas station chocolate prices, not yeah. grocery store chocolate so, prices. So if you, if you want to eat, you go to the gas station. Oh getting, yeah. I'm going to use that gas. Yeah. Then $5 a gas. Yeah. 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 I like, hit up my big sister. Hey, Alicia, can you bend mommy $5? And I need to get know. this candy. She, yeah. older, she older than you, Alicia? Yeah, she's That's two it. years older than me. Okay. Yeah. Everybody, everybody's got their little addictions, but I tell you what, chocolate beats the hell out of meth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> chocolate, smoothies, yeah. all of it. Like, yeah, yeah. don't, no, don't that's get me wrong. Fine. I get, get the biggest sweet tooth you I, want I, as I long as that it's, you know... You know, it's just not trying to keep, you. yeah, as long as it ain't killing yeah. and costing the bills. Like, right. hey, I'd much uh, rather you do chocolate than meth. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Speaking of which, I want gummy worms on the way home. I'm just mm. saying. Oh, okay. there you go. You already got an expense. Mm. See, I can't help it. So, BP, what's your what's your uh, little guilty hidden pleasure. guilty pleasure? Mm. Like, you got something that you go to? I'll tell you what mine is. What? I, I'm sorry. I'm a sucker for uh, Taco Bell. Taco Bell. Mm. Dude, Taco, what get, at Taco Bell is my question. Crunchwrap Supreme, man. Crunchwrap mm. Supreme. Okay. I, okay, I tell I you what, that. I could eat that every single day mm. and be happy. I mean, I, I actually have um, been on a Taco Bell kick myself, and I go for the. Uh, it's a Fiesta burrito, I think. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, it's a meatless one, but it's got like black beans and it's got all sorts of stuff in it. But like, they have a really nice cheaper menu of like healthier options put it that way right i don't like taco bell really no what about taco john's you heard yeah, us I, back i like we taco we john's. asked for it we i think we asked for it last time that we were it's all in together. lexington though isn't it? it's in nicholasville yeah. i think right there at brandon crossing well maybe we can hit it road up. trip man we'll, we'll do a show right from taco john's dude i'm there. a i'm a street <laughs> taco guy but i like street real tacos. good mexican uh, you know authentic I mean? yeah, yeah. what do you think about don pedro's man uh, it's all right. I'm a Costa Man, guy. I'm gonna tell you right really? now, ain't none of these restaurants in here authentic. authentic. Yeah, until you get it from but, the truck. But they're they're good, but they're not authentic. You can't tell me that the truck from the uh, the little uh, festivals they have down there is it's not pretty authentic. Good. No, it's pretty it, good. it probably is. No, that's it's authentic. I haven't tried it, so I can't yeah. judge it. But I know these restaurants. I mean, they're good. But man, y'all, y'all seafood. You talking to a guy that grew yeah. up in California, right? And I grew up around like legitimate home cooking, right? Mexican food, Hispanic food. Yeah, we're like thirty percent of the population is Mexican. Yeah, yeah, more than that, like probably forty five percent of really? the population. Wow. Yes, and so. Well, you like seafood, I'm a tough, BP? I'm a tough judge. You like seafood? Love seafood. Ugh. What kind? You of, don't like seafood? You're like an oyster guy. I, no, like I don't a, like oh. oysters. I like yeah. I like oyster. lobster. Crab, okay, fish, I can do that. Well, can, wait, how's the fish prepared? He put that time on there. <laughs> <laughs> this dude. The uh, the thing is, is like if it tastes like where it came from. No, I don't. Like I can't fishy. eat it. I don't, I don't like the fishy shit. Yeah, I can't do it. No, like, people love that, but good, I can't stand it. I don't like seafood around here as much, but mm-hmm. down there in Florida. You what know, about like Joe's Crab Shack? You never like been that? It, never really? Been That's never a good place. Oh, yeah. in Louisville. Oh, there's uh-huh. one in Louisville. There's one in Lexington. Too. Yeah, I've had Joe's Crab Shack. Yeah, I heard Storming Crab's good. I've never yeah. been there. We've been King there. Crab's I good. mean, it was pretty good, but 
I felt like we should have got more meat with our yeah. crab legs. I just feel like they were kind of more meat. Yeah, yeah. more meat. See, see, my wife really loves Red Lobster. Like, we'll hit that place. I up. like Red Lobster. Yeah, I get the surf and turf, man. Yeah. I, like I like good seafood. Yeah, Let biscuits. me refresh it. I like good seafood, not right. frozen seafood. Right. Yeah. Right. I like, like I said, if it's still got its scales on it, mm. I can't do it. Mm. I, there's a lot of people that do that. I can't do it. I mean, I can't eat a fish right out of the ocean just cooked. I gotta have it. I gotta see the white. Yeah, meat yeah, yeah. I understand. And you here like salmon? I do. I love do. it. I do. Speedy, you know, yeah, Speedy be tearing that salmon up. Speedy, Shout love it. Speedy, salmon. one of the best workers I know. Um, I get that a uh, wild caught. Uh, salmon. Wild what? Wild, wild caught. Oh, okay. Wild okay, caught. I was just making caught. sure. Spill it. I was just making sure. C-A-U-G-H-T. The caught. Caught. Wild caught salmon. All right, man. I was just making sure. Right? But right. anyways, yeah, y'all perverts. Um, I get the frozen yeah. the frozen fillets, man, and literally yeah. you'll drop them in the water. Yeah. 30 minutes max, and they'll be thawed out, good to go. I put lemon pepper on them, bad boys, season them yeah. up real good, throw them in the oven. Bro, like 15 minutes, it's a great dinner. Like, yeah, you yeah. literally, like, put that with everything. That sounds good, man. Wow, okay. I love it. <laughs> this guy over here, I swear to God. It's fun. What did you say? It's fun. Yeah. Just making sure, yeah. man. A little yeah. double take. Wild something. <laughs> we ain't talking about chicken yeah. either. Uh, just want to make sure you spell but, that correctly. Yeah. <laughs> but, Kristen, so, so I'm assuming that, that uh, nowadays, you know, things are, are less dramatic. Things are less... Uh, Hundred miles an hour. Uh, you you got to tell us. Are you happier now being this boring mom? You know, like I'm saying, other than being this this you know ask wild her child. About, wild ask her child. about her new job. That's I right. Ain't nothing boring about hey, that that's job. Right. Kristen, congratulations! You yes, just got a new you. job. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm a resident assistant. I am gonna go for my CNA. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, awesome. I could go. Someone said a hospital's hiring like twenty bucks and up, like mm. forty eight dollars an hour. The PRN or like whatever it is. Ship, you know, when they really want you in there. Right. But I love it. I love my residents. They are something else, and it's such a nice facility. Right. And it's assisted living, which you know you do have to do. Some extra assisting, but I I love it. Well, the the last job you was at, you was at there, you was there for a long time. You oh, were, I'm still there. I just oh, you're still there. Yeah, I just okay. do Fridays like eight to eleven. Okay. To I was gonna say, truck. do you miss yeah. your, the people that you work with? I'm I'm sure you've that's developed why I'm some still there. My boss, right? Literally, yeah, that's just, why she's still know. there. Her boss and people that she works with. I mean, it's, it's you know, it's the love that's there and the um, that connection. But when it comes down to her new job, let me tell y'all. From the things that she's told me, she is, man, the people in her position are underpaid for the work that they do. And I'm going to yeah. just say that out loud. She might not ever say that, but I'm going to say it. Right. Um, hey, these, these these ladies, mainly ladies, I don't know if there's any men in your profession. I haven't yeah. heard of any. Well, I'm sure there but, are. But, but there yeah. might be. But um, they do things for your family members that are very important and very um uh, what can I say? Uh, I mean, you're taking you, you treat them the way you want your family to be treated, right? Straight up. Well, I mean, that's I mean, that's what a lot of there is some abuse that happens in some of these oh, yeah. places, but uh, you know, the ones who genuinely care like about their patients, those are the those are the good ones. Yeah. But I mean, it's it is crazy. A lot of these these positions mm-hmm. are uh, underpaid. Like like think about teachers. Mm-hmm. Teachers are severely they they are setting up your child's future. 
You know what I'm saying? They're educating your child for their future. How many and teachers they, have we talked about on this podcast? Many, 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 many. And, and think about how ins- inspirational they are to us as, as adults to this day. Yeah. And they're that underpaid. You know, it's just it's disheartening to think that, mm-hmm. you know. Think about our police force. Police officers. They're underpaid. Oh, for sure. Right, Brandon? Yeah, I mean, how, yeah. I, know, I know many police officers uh, that uh, tell me how much they get paid. And I'm like, that is insane. They're to get out, shoot at. Yeah, to get uh, shot at, for sure, yeah. yeah special shout-out to Trey Burris, mm-hmm. Tony Likens. Yeah, Trey Burris, uh, he's, at, he's uh, at the same guys. dojo as me, man. Like, yeah. he runs a karate class there. We run the jiu-jitsu. And, David Goulet, James Dunn. Yeah. Trey I mean, Burris found my daughter when she was missing. Dude. You know, like, I'll never, I will never forget that. I'm yeah. for it. Wooly Wallbanger. Wooly Wallbanger. You know. <laughs> Officer Wooldridge, that's my yeah. daughter. Uh, yeah, Wooldridge. Him and Trey Burris together, they found our daughter. I mean, you know, thank God for those guys. Yeah, for sure. You know, Tony Likens. Likens, a great man, great uh, you know, great officer. We're we are lucky to have some uh, police officers that actually care about our community now. We've had some rough eggs uh, in the past, but I mean, them gentlemen right yeah, there. Yeah, there's there's they're they're good people, good, good people, great people, care about great. the community, really great. trying to help. And that's where I come to this uh, point that I'm trying to make is that they are understaffed. Think about how. Uh, how lost you would have been without them. Think and, about yeah. it. You couldn't have, you couldn't have I, done it. I got to give out a shout out to my wife's sister. She's a sheriff in Frankfurt. Right. Alicia. Yeah. Thank you. Hell yeah. Shout like out to Alicia. Underpaid. Yeah, Underpaid sure. though. They are. Uh, they are. Uh, you know, it's just crazy to me that there's people out there playing a fucking game. Like, I, I love professional sports. I love uh, uh, sports in general. But the amount of money that they get paid compared to somebody who has a job like, like a police officer or or, or firefighter, firefighter, first, first responders. responders yeah. yeah, absolutely. I mean, that right there should be our priority number one in this country, and we're so caught up in uh, all the glitz and glam uh, of, of being on television that we forget about the ones who are actually putting their life on the line and uh, you know trying to keep this place as safe as possible. Man, mm-hmm. it's, it's just disheartening. They deserve more. You know, one last thing I want to say is be careful how you treat your kids because I want you to think about your childhood. You Mm. are in charge Mm -hmm. of their childhood. Their traumas, their trust, their relationships, they are going to go off how their childhood was. And I saw a quote like that the other day and it made me really think like, how are my kids going to feel when they get older? Yeah, my wife dropped that on me too. She said, uh, you know, however you treat her is what she's going to expect out of a man getting older. So I I, I try to, to show as much love as I can because... I want my daughter treated right, you know. Uh, Absolutely. So, so I'm the first male figure showing her how she needs to be treated, mm-hmm. and uh, that's that's my job now is to uh, make her never settle, like you said. And yeah. I'm right there with you, man. I mean, yeah. I, I hope my girls they look at their future boyfriends and their you know as they get older and they they compare them to their dad mm-hmm. and how right. their dad you know mm-hmm. their relationship with their mom, like. Yeah, I mean, it goes a long way. Being a dad, right? You know, mm-hmm. we say that all the time. Being a dad is a big deal. It is. Uh, it doesn't matter if they're boys, girls. We're sculpting these little people to be big mm-hmm. people. And, yeah. uh, you know, we just got to make sure we do the best we can. Because mm-hmm. uh, it's all up to us. <laughs> it is. It's up to us to, to make sure that they become good citizens as they, you know, grow in life. Right. And married yeah. people, take the time for yourself. Don't lose yourself getting caught up raising these kids. You know, we have, we've only had two dates, maybe one, since we had the baby. Mm-hmm. 
I just can't, you know, I feel guilty leaving or something. But, like, this is pretty much a date, like, us mm-hmm. getting out and coming right. over here. Yeah. Well, and we really appreciate it. it. It's it's very healthy. Yeah. Yes. It's very healthy to try yeah. to do some stuff. Because you, you got to capture the love of the marriage to keep the whole family together. You know, once you guys don't get that connection, you know, as individuals, and you're just focused on your main job. Take care of the kids. Take care of the kids. Then, you know, that's when you kind of start getting a little bit of resentment and stuff. People, people start going down the... Uh, a bad way uh, in their relationship just because that's that's all they do. Mm-hmm. They go to work, they come home, take care of the kids, they never get a chance to focus on their relationship. You're right. Yeah. We really appreciate y'all, though, yeah. coming back. I love it. Yeah. I love it when you guys it's show good up. coming out. And if my story helps just, you know, at least one person. Christian, hey. your story is awesome. I feel like your story is very, extremely relatable to a lot of people. Did, um, not did. just in this town, throughout the country, throughout the nation. Like, yeah. so many people have very similar stories or sim- very similar experiences. No, they can relate to, to absolutely. Yeah, for sure. It can happen to anyone. Mm-hmm. It can. And, uh, and you know, we once again, I know I've said it a couple times, but uh, we really appreciate the stories. We, uh, we appreciate you uh, taking time out of your uh, day, you know, trying to, uh, you know, you know, come and share this with everybody and it means a lot to us i know uh, uh, the listeners are gonna love it too mm-hmm. i hope so yeah Maybe we know so, so. We we know y'all so. reach out to any of us if you need something you know yeah. there's resources and we will help you contact chris and kirk jordan martin tj me i mean yeah. we're, we're all here help for you the way we can yeah. we're all here we're here Listen to talk to, to you hey man i love it i love it uh get to talk to you again Hell, we might do this again. We might do another uh, episode with Kristen and Jordan again, man. Kristen, hey. Kristen's the woman voice. Yeah, she's our... Let's do a rated R. I'm down. Okay. <laughs> All right. y'all, y'all heard it first. We Me may too. or may not do it rated R. With Golly, we need Keep your eyes open and ears up. Time out. We're doing that rated oh, we're R. Do- oh, we're doing yeah. it. We're right? doing it. I'm down. We're doing it. I am down. so down. Uh, I might have to <laughs> sleep on your couch. That's okay, All man. Right. I got a good warm... Blanket that's mm. got your name written all, all right, over it, buddy. All right. Once again, yes, sir. We love this Episode shit. Episode 14. 14. In the book. What up? I could overdose